We are back. It is the Caught Looking Show, and we have a great show for you today. It is me and Mark in the studio, and producer Jake, as always, in the studio, meaning the basement. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. Just, let's just get that out of the way first. You we have not moved into the five-star uh, studio yet. recording. Yeah. Not yet. Not we're, yet. We're a couple weeks away. When you said studio, I was like, is he really trying to Is he trying to do that right now? And then... Yeah. 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 Right. I, it's, I see where you're going. It was for the ploy, you know? No, um, I love that. I like it. But uh, that would be amazing, and speaking of amazing things that are supposedly never supposed to happen um the angels did something a couple nights ago that is one of the greatest like baseball memories i will ever have it's one of those weird it's, it was a weird baseball being awesome night where yeah. just everything that happened like fell into place so perfectly that it was uh, it it literally was a movie like it didn't yeah. seem real and i'm sure most people know what we're talking about but um the Angels, in their first home game since Tyler Skaggs died, uh, threw a no hitter. Yeah. With yeah. one walk, it was one walk away from a perfect game. But I know a no a combined no hitter. Yeah. From AJ Cole and Felix Pena. Yeah. I believe it was. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Just just like the the atmosphere around that and the the thing afterwards where they put his jerseys on oh on the mound was beautiful his mom threw out the first pitch like this was and everyone's saying like you can't write this you can't think of this yeah right? like this is this is so unbelievable that if you were to be like what's like the craziest like positive thing that could happen right now you couldn't have wrote this yeah. no way like it was it was perfect and and the craziest part is mike trout hit a home run that was 454 feet, yep. and Tyler Skaggs is number 45. There and are then some They scored seven runs in the first inning and 13 total, and Skaggs was born 7-13, uh, July 13th. Fucking unbelievable. Like, Just unbelievable coincidences. Yes, he was born July 13th, 1991. That was also the last combined no-hitter in the state of California. And his birthday was fucking midnight that's, that's that night. Like, like What? <laughs> Like yeah, it it is just one of the most unbelievable moments I've ever seen in baseball, and I've seen some World Series that are just like mind blowing. This is like just does not feel real. It seems all. like I mean like the D Gordon home run was another one that was pretty Beautiful. remarkable. Yeah, it's, I mean, and, and it's easy to draw parallels because it's you know like two right, players. Tragedies. Yeah, yeah. So, but those are the moments that it's like it, you almost can't comprehend how. Like improbable and like amazing, it is all at once. Like it's, oh my yeah. god! It really Live felt like it, it really felt it. like Skaggs was like looking down on him. Yeah. Like he was there. Like he helped them throw the no hitter. Like yeah. that's what it feels like because this is so just unbelievably like good for yeah. a franchise that like God knows they, yeah, they needed, needed it. it. Especially needed it. like that was huge. You know, like the 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 death was horrible. Everyone was taking it so badly, and then Luke Roy goes down like that. Yeah. They needed they needed that. They needed a win, and they've won three in a row now too. So yeah, good for them. They're a little bit hot. Like yeah. who yeah. knows? Like we we've seen crazier things happen. They're like three games out of the wild cards. So. Right. It's it's not over. No, and um, it's not over by any chance. Uh, it, yeah, but that was one of the craziest experiences, so we had to just mention that. Yeah. But uh, we are going to have some fun today because I have a little bit of a uh, top five showdown for you. We had uh, a DM on Twitter uh, anonymously saying, who are the top 10 shortstops in Major League Baseball right now? It's a question that we haven't answered for a long time, and it's a question that we need to answer right? because it changes. It's so fickle. We talk about this so much. So many things in baseball are fickle. Yeah. 
shortstops are very fickle. There's a couple ones that are consistently amazing every year. And then the bottom always just kind of well, does the, not stay the same. What it is is there's a ton of good players that just are better than players below them. Like there was a time in May where you'd say Paul DeYoung's a top five shortstop. Like he was that dominant. Yep. And now it's like he's is he he's, even going to make this list? Like, is yeah. he going to make this list? Yeah. No, probably not. I like, mean, well, we'll see. We have Jake here. He's a Cardinals fan, so probably. true. Well, <laughs> technically, we shouldn't say top ten anyway. It's top twelve. It's top twelve because we're gonna we're, we're gonna Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, go yeah. One for one for one for yeah. one, and uh, then you're gonna let us know these fans who you think uh, have the best shortstop list Find at out. the uh, beginning when we release this podcast. We're gonna put it out on a little bit of a Twitter poll. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. Last time we did that uh, was most handsome, and I, uh, Jake won. You came in last. I know. You're, I remember. You were one ugly dude, bro. And this list is going to be ugly, too. It's tough. I believe your girlfriend voted for me in that, too. So I just want to let that be known. Oh, yeah, that's getting put on blast. That right is there. rough. That's getting, that's put, getting put on blast. blast. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That That's actually, that hurt. All right. Like, well, why don't hurt. you start this list ugly? We'll give you the first pick because we feel bad. All right. Well, I, it's Lindor. I mean, there's Horrible. no other pick. He's the best one. Best one going. Most consistent. Just, I, I, I mean... I don't even want to explain it because it's so rock solid that I know people understand why I took him first. So, Joe. Yeah, Lindor's number one. Like, there was a question, not even before this year, maybe like the middle of last year, before last year, is Carlos Correa better than Francisco Lindor? He is not even close, man. Like, for Lindor is like leaps and bounds the best shortstop in the game. Number two is hard because... We have a lot of people that I would have put at number two maybe a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. Like I said, the position's fickle. I'm going with Trevor Story. He's in cores. I get that. But he hits for average. He hits home runs. He drives in a ton of runs. And he's in the middle of a Rockies lineup. And I don't know why I'm so intrigued by the Rockies this year. But, like, they can hit the ball. And him hitting fourth every night is just disgusting. On that team, and I think there are a couple people that you could put above him right now, but I don't see anyone clear cut above him right now besides Lindor. All right, uh, we'll see what Jake says. All right, uh, my first pick. This one's pretty easy for me because I definitely watch him play the most. Uh, Javi Baez. I definitely he's like by far the most electric player in the MLB. Yeah. yeah. Like just watching him like slide into home plate, like he. Lays it all out every time. His swing, like from the right side of the plate, I think is the best in the league. Like this, just how smooth it is, and he also just has like that swag of just a, a player that's really good. So he's my first pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um. Oh, you're up again. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm up again. All right. Um, Two in a row, and he wasn't no, ready. No, 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 no. Listen, I know who I already have, and this dude, and got him on my fantasy team. Uh, Simmons. I don't even want to say his first name. Andrelton. Whatever, whatever it is, I don't know how to say it. Aldrton. Aldrton no, Simmons. No, it's Andrelton, I thought. No, it's not. What is it? Aldrton. Aldrton Simmons. I don't think that's right. And he is the best offensive shortstop in baseball by far. And uh, from a fantasy Whoa, perspective. Well, I don't know about by far Francisco Lindor. Okay, he's, uh, he's still the best. He's one of them. Yeah, I think he's the best. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. I think he's the best. And he also, on my fantasy team, gets me uh, consistent points. He's only been hurt like once this year, I think, right? Yeah, he's been out a little bit. Yeah, but he's been pretty consistent. So, uh, Simmons is my second pick. Okay. 
Uh, first of all, I would have picked Machado next, but we already made this list and we did this last year. Machado is not a shortstop. Yeah. He's third baseman. No, he's not playing, especially with Tatis. Yeah. Which leads me to my next pick. Oh my God. I think that Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be the best shortstop in baseball in three years. Okay. So you're picking him. Yes. He's my next pick. He is, uh, you guys gave me just unreal, man. Like this kid does everything. He hits home runs. He steals bases. He plays the position unbelievably. He's ridiculously athletic. He can do everything on a baseball field and more, and he's also younger than every single person on this list. He is going to be the best shortstop in baseball in, I'd say, two, three years. Um, yeah, that's great, but I'm going to take Xander Bogarts. I don't know how he it's, didn't get yeah, played. Yeah, th- this year, he's yeah. He's so good. Um, he's also right in the middle of the Red Sox lineup. Um, the next one I'm going to go with, and this is kind of a – this is a interesting one. I'm going to go Elvis Andrews. Because wow. he is consistent in the last – I mean, last year he got hurt. The year before that, he was good. This year he's hitting 300. He's got like uh, – uh, let me look. I think he's got 15 home runs. I'm not sure, though. Uh, no, he only has eight. Wow. But he has 47 RBIs, 21 steals. He's actually not hitting as many home runs as I thought. But he's solid. Still, he's just like – He's there, one of those uh, – There are better people on the list, in my opinion, though. So, I don't uh, know. I like Elvis Andrews a lot. I think and, – and you see Texas this year. He's, he's their best player. On, uh, on their offense, I would say. Yeah. No, I would say he's no, a, no. You think it's Joey Gallo? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. All right. They're all right. One and not two even then. They're one fucking and close. Dude. It's Hunter like Pence is also better than Stop. Him. No, no. In what? In what? Hunter Pence has been on the uh, IL for, I think, three weeks, and I'm pretty sure he has more runs batted in. Yeah, he he's might have solid. more runs batted in, but he's more what's home runs too. He's higher in the order. Elvis Andrews hits higher in the order. He's got 51 runs scored so far. Like, he's going to. He's on a very he's a, good pace. He, he is a solid shortstop. 103 he, hits. He only had 101 hits last year. Like, come well, on. Just because he was bad last year doesn't make him better than some people this year. No, I mean, yeah, but. It, I mean, it, it's a solid pick. It is what it is. I'm, I'm just saying it's not a. No, I know, but he has 103 hits right after the All-Star next, breaks. For me, next, it's my pick, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Gene Segura, who is like, in my opinion, like a more read, like a, a just a better Elvis Andrews. <laughs> like I he, think he's a worse Elvis Andrews, to be completely honest. Really? Yes. Because I, 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 I see Andrews Gene Segura with the ability to also hit close to 300, a little bit more power, a little bit more ability to score the ball. Steals a little bit less bases, but, uh, just as good defensively. They're virtually the same player. I just see Segura with more power, and that's why I put him above him. I, I, you know what? That's fine. I agree to disagree. The people vote. And mine, I, I have the best list right now. I think. If you say so. Dave. All right. Dave. Um, <laughs> just called you Dave. All right. Not, not Dave. Um, I, don't Dave. I don't know why you guys haven't picked this guy. I'm going to pick Carlos Correa. Is, yeah. he, is he having a bad year? He's like hurt. He's hurt. Okay, but he's still good. No, he's still good. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I, That's where, this is where, like, I would rank it. Probably, like, ninth. Or yeah. this is eighth. Yeah. No, this, this is ninth. Yeah. This is ninth. Yeah, I would take, I think Carlos Correa is yeah. a good player. I, no, that's series. a good pick. He plays with Altuve up the middle. Maybe they, they have Bregman at third base, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, Carlos Correa, I think, is a really great pick. Also, another great pick. Uh, someone who's come back, who's playing on my fantasy team, also is Didi Gregorius. I think he's a, it's good a homer pick. Stuff. Yeah, I think it's a great pick, it's a and pick. Uh, seems like the player who can show up in big games. 
I just feel like he's always that guy, especially last year in the playoffs, and he had a few big hits. Oh yeah, yeah. he's clutch. Dude, yeah. he's clutch. Yeah, he's clutch. And like also like he has a nice swing, so I, I enjoy that from a shortstop. The, no, yeah. the smoothness of a shortstop is something I yeah. look for. Yeah, and he, he Didi's silky. He's good. He's good. Joe, uh, I'm gonna continue with the uh, injured shortstops party and go with Corey Seager, who is when healthy, easily a top five shortstop. Like he's just never ever healthy. He could be as good as most of the people. Like he could be as good as Trevor Story, in my opinion. He just is never ever healthy, but he's still deserving of a top ten shortstop because when he plays, he's a huge boost to the lineup. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't disagree. Uh, last pick, I'm gonna go Jorge Polanco for the over over to Young. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Jorge Polanco's having a really good year. He is. He's. I mean. You don't know who he is because he's like a you know he's on the Twins and he came out of nowhere. But he reminds me of Jose Ramirez like a lot actually. Uh, switch hitter, 5'11", 200 pounds, like right around where Jose Ramirez is. Three eleven this year, thirteen home runs, forty four RBIs. I mean he's he's having a good year and, and the Twins are good. Like I I you know that's another one that I the only I'm gonna put an honorable mention in here too. I wanted to pick Dansby Swanson. Yeah, he he has, he's having a great year. I knew it hurt um, and he's another guy that he's still young. He's like 24 years old. Oh yeah, and he's like he's the type of build that has to grow into his body. So like I think he's going to be one of the top five shortstops in the league soon, very soon, probably next year. Yeah, I I mean, dude, I would put him close to that this year. Well, we just did top 12, and you didn't put I, him in. So yeah, but like I'm thinking long term as well. Like I want this list to look good in a year. Yeah, and it will with him, but no, but yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think he's there yet. If we're on, if we're on the pace of throwing out honorable mentions, uh, let's throw out Glaber Torres because he's gonna be on this list next year when he plays shortstop. I'm just saying. I was gonna say that to you before you were going because I thought you were gonna pick him, and I was gonna say no, he doesn't count. Yeah, he'll he'll count next I year. And drafted Tatis before Corey Seager or. Correa. Tatis is better. I mean, same with me. Elvis Andrews over Corey. No, actually, I would pick Elvis Andrews over Corsi and uh, Carlos Correa this year. Definitely. I wouldn't. I wouldn't if they were healthy. Like, if, if that's that's the difference. Like, if you're talking no, about but, this like, year's production, production, sure, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it's it's in line with what Andrews did last year. But if it's game one of the playoff series, like, like I, I do not want Elvis Andrews. I want either of the other two, in my opinion. Elvis, dude, I Elvis is good. He's, he's solid. He's not under he's, the radar. He's not elite. He's very solid. He, I think he's all star caliber. Pretty much like four out of the last five seasons, I would say at least three out of the last five. He's been a very solid contributor, all star. Yeah, he's unbelievably consistent. I, I, I will give you that. He's been around for forever. Yeah, he has. He's, he's been 30. good forever. I know. He's only thirty. He, he, he is. He's a good player. Like that, as simply like that. He doesn't get any attention. He's in Texas. Yeah. Like the worst team in Texas. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? Like Gene Segura is the same kind of cut though. They, they, they are a great comparison to each other. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we did that. Yeah. A, that worked out well. It's a nice little uh, wedding wrapper. You know, yeah. like the little yeah. bow on top of yeah, the. Yeah, the bow. Yeah. There you go. But uh, anyways, <laughs> we're gonna move on because I'm not really sure what that last 15 seconds was, but. <laughs> We have to talk about some of these rule changes real quick that's going on in the Atlantic League because it could be very harmful for the game of baseball. Basically what's going on is uh, the Atlantic League is implementing things to make the game, quote, uh, more entertaining. Uh, It's not going to do that, first of all. But uh, the rules are, one, if the ball gets behind the catcher, if it's a wild pitch, even if there's nobody on base, 
uh, and it's not strike three, the runner is allowed to attempt to go to first base. He will get the base if he's safe. And on top of that, they're using robot umpires. Not like you think. I mean, yes, but what they're doing is they're putting a human behind the plate, giving him an earpiece, and the robot is whispering strike ball. Like that that's that's what's going on. It's not like there's a automated machine behind the plate like I envisioned. Well, you know? I mean, that was just you being a fucking Yeah, it was lunatic. me being an idiot. Yeah. But like at the same time, don't you believe like uh it could have been like this, like this square robot that was just like ball strike. Like, no, I could have easily seen that as something I that would be. Don't ever think they considered that. I I think they were like, we're just gonna put an earpiece in the umpire, and it's gonna be like, okay, guys. And people were like, whoa, like that's not right. The thing that I don't love robot umpires, like or the you know like electric electronic strike zone, whatever you want to call it, but. Don't we want accuracy? Like, isn't that the point? No, no, because frame human error is a part of the game. I agree that you're not really like the the only thing you're taking it like the human error out of is the most thing that has human error. Like, is the thing that has the most human error. Yes, but there's a there's a there's a talent to catching. It's an art, dude. Like framing the ball is an art that changes the game. No, I agree, and that's where I'm torn because I don't. I want the like. I think the idea of a perfect strike zone and like. Everything it's called that should be is a good idea. But at the same time, you're right. It, it totally like diminishes the value of a catcher. Yeah. There's no, I mean, the only thing is stealing. Stealing still like is, is a factor. Holding on runners. Even like. Yeah, but then they'll start putting pitchers behind the plate if, if framing doesn't really matter. And they'll just throw them out at second base. Dude, I. That's. I don't think so. Like to put you on a set pop time. Plate, bro. That's like a thing. Guys, those catchers have sick arms. They could probably throw over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, some of them do. Right, I, I someone just, like Wilson Ramos, who does, who's like old now and like decrepit. He's 30, 32, dude. 30. No, no, but he he's got old knees. Like he's been. Didn't he tear his ACL? Yep. He also got kidnapped. Yep. So like he's he's a stud, bro. He's been around the block. That's what I'm saying. Like he's not gonna have the athletic and physical gifts that a guy that's twenty six and can throw a fucking dime. But most catchers. Are oh, yeah. like the cut of Gary Sanchez could kill me with a baseball yeah. easily. I think I think Wilson Ramos could probably kill you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think you could probably kill me with a baseball. Right. Like, right. I think if you threw a baseball at my temple, I, I wouldn't be in great shape no matter what. No, yeah. The yeah. Like whoever did it, really. No, I I'm thinking I'm picturing that now, and I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I, oh, good. Good. Yeah. I don't want to do that to you. Good. Joe. Yeah. Well, we got to record, so. We well, not only that. that, like we could do it after. All right, we'll try it after. Yeah, like yeah, if this that. episode doesn't get released, it's because I'm uh, I'm undergoing some problems and uh, well, no, we getting can still release with it with you in the hospital. Yeah, 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 you're right. The viewership would go way up. Yeah, could you imagine? Like right? Joe's last all right, episode. all right. This is my this is my message. If this happens, because this this is so important. Like, if I die from Mark hitting me with a baseball in the head, just listen to our prior podcasts. Make me the most famous podcaster in the world from beyond the grave. Or post, post better yet, hopefully I'm in a coma. And then like I don't know what come is. back. Like, post, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean I don't want to die, but like that'd be I'd be so famous. Probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. So don't I'm not gonna kill you. Alright. You're not gonna die. Alright, good. And we're gonna we're gonna record the rest of this episode. I think that's the better of the two things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Continue.
Spotlight. No, wait, we were doing the umpires. <laughs> the umpires are ridiculous. No, no, the rule change. Wait, wait, wait. This, this last one, the stealing first base. Yeah. Where, like, if it's a wild pitch, any time during your at-bat, you can just run to first. Um, it's awesome. Like, I love yeah, it's cool. Like, like it's, but, like, it's, it's not baseball. Like, it's, it's like, like pickle. It's, like, what? It, I don't know what that is. But, like, again, it's, like, one of those that you're, like, okay, it's not, like, the worst rule. But... It will never happen. No, it's so <laughs> weird. Like, it's like, how is this going on? This is, who dude, thought of that? the Atlantic like, League is I like the this. second best professional league in baseball that's not affiliated with Major League Baseball. Right. And this is where it happened. Like, yeah. what? That's a huge league. Yeah, that's like a pretty, yeah. That, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty important. But, just... I mean, more power to them. Maybe, maybe it'll attract more fans and then the MLB will take notice. But until then, I don't think any of this is being implemented. And I think we can move on to our spotlight. Yeah. The Roman Empire's is making the spotlight is on the uh, fallen from grace Boston Red Sox, and it has been a ride for the Red Sox this this past uh, this past couple months. And just in this past twenty four hours, they've acquired Andrew Kashner, who was not the person that any of us thought they would require acquire, and they lost on Sunday Night Baseball to the Dodgers in extra innings. Uh, their bullpen blew it. Not great because Craig Kimball sat on the market for a very long time. Yep. Um, there's some trouble in Boston, a, a decent amount. I don't think they they would not be in the playoffs right now. They no, would, no, they no. would not be in the playoffs at all right now. There's a couple teams above them. Had the season ended today. The Indians and the A's. The Indians and the A's are above them right now, and it's and it's almost panic time. It's really really close to panic time. Dude, the A's are really good. They are. That, There's but, teams above them right now that are much, much better. God, I, I fucking love that Oakland team. That's such a good... All right, but the Red Sox, there's a... I mean, it's a, it's a World Series hangover. Like, that's clearly what that's been this year. Yeah. Like, they came back thinking they were going to be great, and, and, and most of their guys... Like Mookie, got to step up. You can't hit two seventy five. No, he's that's not. He's an MVP. Like he, you need him to be the, the second best player the, in the world. The like, thing that's supposed to be that's really like puzzling though is besides him, JD has been pretty consistently great. Like he, you know, he's keeping it right up with what he's been doing the past few years. Right. Uh, Bogarts is having a good year, a career year. Yeah, he's he, having he, one he, of his yes. best. Devers has taken a huge step forward. Unbelievable. Christian Vasquez is hitting. Yeah, like he is. There. It, What's the problem then? What is the problem? It's I mean part of it. I is, guess Ben Attendee's not doing well. Part of it is Chris Sale, who's having right. the, probably done. the worst year of his career. But David Price has been the age. David like, Price has been, been almost as not as good because he got hurt a little bit. His ERA is a little bit higher. Strikeouts are a little bit lower. Almost a fraction of what Chris Sale was last year for them. Right. He's. It's been, yeah. not like that. If uh, if just Sale was bad, that it would have been all bad. But Porcello has a five three three ERA. Yeah. A former Cy Young winner for them, who's never been ace caliber, even right. when he won the Cy Young. But you need him to be the three or four in your rotation. And then who after that? Eddie Rodriguez, who's like, okay, he's he, been, he's, he's been he's okay. okay. But, he's been he's been a four. You know, Evaldi. Everyone knew. Everybody in the goddamn world knew that he was going to get hurt. Yeah, and he did. And now they're paying him a ton of money to be their closer. Be their closer. If it works out, great. Then like, if it works out, then that's then, then that is great. ideal. Like, you you take Craig that Kimmel. money. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost the same amount of money as Crickham. I right. think he got a little bit more. Well, yeah, but it was over marginal. more years, too. Yes. So. Um, he could be disgustingly good as a closer. He throws 100 miles an hour. Right, and you saw him in the playoffs last year go in that closer role. But getting Andrew Kashner is is not enough. Right. I to... guess that solidifies their fifth starter spot, but at the same time, 
Evaldi's not back yet. No. So you can't even assume that he's going to come back and be like lights out closer. You need to address. They got to trade for like Shane Green from the Tigers or something, just as a backup plan, right? To have Will Will Smith. Will Smith would be. I mean, he's going to cost more though. Will Smith is dominant. But it, dude, like their fans are expecting them to go for it. Like you do not want to see the Yankees win the World Series, and that's becoming more of a possibility every single day that every the Red Sox day. sit back. I mean, the, the Yankees right now have to be the favorite. Them and the Dodgers. Them and the Dodgers. It's them and the Dodgers that are the favorites right now. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind. But. The Red Sox should be doing everything they can to not let that happen because yes, like they're probably going to be good next year, but so are the Yankees. You don't want you just like the Yankees last year. The last thing you want to see is your bitter rival win the World Series, and part of doing that is is trying to prevent it, like trying to prevent that from happening. They need to get someone better than Andrew Kashner. Right, and you know the Yankees are going to get someone better than Andrew Kashner. Yes, absolutely. Like they're going to solidify the rotation. No matter what, it's either it's going to be Madison Bumgarner, Marcus Stroman. Like those are solid arms, not the same solid arms. Like Bumgarner is clearly you want more, but right. he's going to cost way more. They're going to get somebody better than Andrew Kashner. That's the point. Right? They're going to they could probably easily pull off Marcus Stroman, like in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. It 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 it, does, it would not take them that long. No. Um, I just I don't know what the the meaning of this move really means like do the Red Sox believe that they're not the same team last year and they're not really going for it they're just trying to bolster themselves a little bit or are they are they not done making moves yet are they waiting to splash they could just be waiting for the the table to turn too because I mean they're, they're due to get better I mean it's not like they're, they're a offense, better team than how they're playing yeah it's not like their offense needs a huge charge they could go get Jose Abreu like why not he, he's he's yeah, well, Moreland's out, too, so they can actually use him. Right, and like that would be huge, but it's not going to address their main problem, which is clearly their starting rotation. But they could pull the Yankees and just get a really nasty offense and not care about their starting pitching. Yes. Because that's what the Yankees did when they got Edwin. They just got him. You're right. They didn't for, even, yeah, they just for got nothing. him. They, they got like, him because they could. Yeah, they were like, oh, you want to just give up this big contract? Well, we're the Yankees. We'll take yeah, on we'll that take payroll and give you no one back. Just give no us literally this prospect that no one has ever heard of. Yeah. wasn't even on the like top 300. Um, right. It, it, it's crazy that this move happened because, I, I don't know, like I said, I don't think the Red Sox are showing Boston that they're ready to go for it again. I know, especially to defend the crown. I mean, they, they can't be done. But that might be their only addition to the starting rotation. That's probably And if I, I will guarantee you if that is, they will struggle to make the playoffs for one. They will not be a threat in the playoffs. They first could of all. but they could realistically get a bullpen piece and then they're that's what they need. Like they, if they get a closer, a like a legit like Ken Giles, someone like that, where you just get like a, he's controllable too. Yeah, yeah. So is. you get like you you can get a guy that is your future closer. You can get another Craig Kimbrell and replace that. Sure, but their rotation is highly problematic. If you're throwing Rick Porcello out there every five days, you have to. Like he's being paid too much money, but he's been bad, dude. Yeah. Really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you have another guy the next day who's supposed to be your ace. Maybe Rick. Uh, maybe you have, Chris you Sale. You have two pitchers that are gonna win you games, and then you have to figure it out the other two days. Yeah, you're right. And the fact that Chris Sale is like this bad right now is obviously shocking. Yeah, like, you put nobody... him in the playoff again. It's it's the same thing as like Correa and Seager, where we were talking about the shortstops. You you put Sale out there, you know, game one or two, whether either one, you're pretty confident. Yeah. Like, even if it, I guess the only way I wouldn't be is if it's against the Yankees because you just don't know. And if 
I, I will say this. If the Yankees do pull off Madison Bumgarner, it's probably over. The Astro, I mean, the Dodgers still have a shot, but it's probably Don't rule over. Don't out the Indians, dude. No. Um, I'm that's telling ridiculous. you. That's ridiculous. No, dude. I'm, I'm, I am on that train right now. I am on that. All right, then don't roll out the Mets. They're six games out. So no, but it, it, it is. It the is. Indians are six and a half games out of their division. Okay. How far are they? Are? They're out from the wild card. Yeah. And they're also the second worst team. Yeah. In the NL. Yep. So they have to drop every other team. Yep. They're done. Mm, yeah, probably. But we're gonna stick around and see what happens. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know how long we can say the same thing over and over about the Red Sox. It's clearly what what they need is clear. If they're going to do it, oh, yeah. is 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 a whole nother question, because I I, I would like to, to talk to their GM and say like, hey dude, are you gearing up for next year? Or do you want to be that good next year, or are you gonna go for it this year and try to stop the Yankees from winning it? Because there are a few teams that can, and just for the fact that they're the Red Sox, they have a chance at beating the Yankees, and vice versa. The Yankees always have a chance at beating the Red Sox just because of the, the rivalry itself. Yeah, you get them in the postseason, you, anything can happen. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see down the road if the Red Sox make a move. That's why we spotlighted them. Um, they're not the same team they were last year. No one expected that. No. It, it's almost unbelievable to do that. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, it's it's impossible to do that two years in a row. Right, I feel like of course I, that would be the greatest two years in baseball yeah. history. Yeah, but they still got a shot. That's the most important part. Um, they're still in it, and September is going to be fun because a lot of teams are getting back into it or into it right now. Yeah, I mean in the in the American League, I think there's like eight teams that are five or less games out in the national league. Every team besides the Marlins is six games out or less. So that like, like that's not going to really happen. Like the, the giants are going to make a run, but the fact that like the second wild card has opened up so many possibilities for people and teams like the Red Sox, who are clearly a favorite going into the season that have struggled, can rebuild their roster and still be able to make a run. That's big. Yeah. I mean, the NL wild card picture is a fuck is a shit show right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Like the giant, like realistically, the Giants and the Reds are six games under five hundred each, and they are like in the race. Yeah, they are. The, the Mets race. are nine games under; they're six games out. They're not in the race, but like the numbers, that's in the race. Like the Cardinals pulled off seven and a half games in September a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, Car- St. Louis is one game back. Like that, that's Milwaukee's a half game, and then Washington. Good for the Nationals. They have turned it around. We're spot. We're gonna spotlight them next week if they keep it up, because this has been one of the better turnarounds that I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. They were eleven games under five hundred at one point. I mean, this reminds me. They, they kind of remind me of Oakland last year, where it was just like a sleeping giant, where like you didn't really know because you didn't really believe it, but you look at their starting pitching and it's like whoa. And the possibility of having Bryce Harper have to go to Washington for a one-game wild card would be so awesome. Makes me like want to fucking blow your brains out. No, honestly, I <laughs> want to see it. Like, th- it would be unbelievable. No, for it'd be sport. awesome. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I-, I was saying blow your brains out in like a good way. Yes, like it- it- if it happens, I will be so happy that you can take the baseball and hit me in the head. Oh wow. Yeah, like it's fine. You that, that'll watch you yeah. after the World Series. Yeah, right? I would let you watch. The yeah, like build, make it build out, like like make me climax a little bit, you know. Christ. Yeah, there you go. Please, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to our one minutes. Um, yeah, the baseball is going to be crazy in September. That's why we're putting out shows weekly. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen this year. No. I mean, we have we have the big dogs, the Yankees and the Dodgers, but we're focused on the playoffs. And literally 25 out of 30 teams, there's like four in the AL that are just getting 
No, it was like, the doors they blown like open. Seven. Yeah, because like but, the White Sox are still not in it, and they're they're. But bad. they're like six, seven games out. I think no, it's like eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, yeah. so like there, there's the line though. So yeah, there's like twenty. LA is five back. There's like twenty four teams in it right now yeah. that that aren't in it but could make a run. Why not? You know why not them? So the AL is a dumpster fire below the White Sox. Seattle's nearly twenty games under. Yeah, I saw that. Toronto's thing. all Toronto, Kansas City, Detroit. I mean, Baltimore is the worst team I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. That it's, actually might be the, up there for the worst team. And ever. let's give a shout-out to uh, Ryan Yarborough and whoever pitched first. Actually, there was uh, Stanek. Stanek, Ryan Stanek. Um, they almost threw a combined perfect game yeah, I know against they, the yeah. Orioles, which has never happened before. And I'm kind of like, I'm not happy it didn't happen. Like, you always root for that. But a combined perfect game is not as sweet as a perfect like Yarborough, game. Like, Yarborough, dude, that was a... Performance. Yeah, performance of a lifetime for him. That like, was a performance. But that's that's where like the openers worked. Like it clearly just worked for the Angels. We talked about that at the beginning. But you want to see like the only, one there was almost two combined opener no hitters. Yeah, like, in the same couple of days. In the same weekend. Yeah, in the same weekend. That would have been unbelievable. Yeah. So let's the second half's here. Yeah, the second half's here, and we're happy to be here with yeah. you. Let's move on to the one minutes, and we'll we'll get it rolling for next week too. You want to think of me? Yep. So I've had a uh, tough past like 20 hours i would yep. say mark died no i didn't well my fantasy team r.i.p um yeah we just four and ten horrible like i mean how can you how can you just think that zach Greinke versus adam wainwright adam wainwright's gonna be the guy who like has the best like has the best game of the season yep. like why you know and, and of course zach Greinke decides to just poo poo all over my chest, and that hurt. And now I'm, I, I mean, hats off, Shane Bieber. You're a fucking stud, and Brad Hand's cool too. Yep. Um, like pretty much everyone else on my team, Jacob Degrom, everyone else. Oh, Syndergaard too. Everyone else though, can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Except, well, no, no, I, yeah, everyone else can. Go I mean, fuck it's it's you've been like really depressed these past like 24 hours. It's been tough, right? Yeah, it's been like I mean, it's almost like a part of me has like died. <laughs> That's like, what I mean. Like you're dead. Yeah. I have to accept the fact that you won't be in the my playoffs. looking at my fantasy baseball app is just a fleeting effort at this point. Yeah, like it's it's, it's over. Yeah, and to some people, you may be thinking fantasy baseball means nothing. Not when you're uh like you literally just live for it. Yeah, like. It's the only thing keeping me going, and it's over. And it's over. <laughs> it's over. So there you go. You know what? Get the ball. Throw it in my temple. Let's get this <laughs> over with. So the ball is going in someone's temple today. That, that's all that's oh, That's all that we know what's happening. Um, I'm going to go to my one minute, and it's been the uh, the big talk of Twitter and Instagram and the memes and whatnot. Everybody is storming Area 51. There's like 400,000 people that are – just gonna go to area 51 and i guess see what's there <laughs> it's it it's yeah i guess and the the memes are all kind of similar and they're all like about fornicating with aliens and i'm not really here for that like why where did that come from like yes like if there's alien life on earth and we find it like on our planet in area 51 like that's crazy man why do we have to have sex with them? Like, why is that the meme going around right now? There's so many. It's the age-old question. Why do we have to have sex with them? 
<laughs> it's it's true. It, it 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 makes me uncomfortable that like so many people want to do that. But that's uh that's my one minute. Just please stop doing that. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. All right, my one minute opinion is about a sport that Mark does not like as much as I do, and he thinks he knows more, but he definitely doesn't, and that's tennis. Um, and we're gonna talk about Wimbledon. <laughs> Uh, the Wimbledon final was uh, this Sunday. It was Novak Djokovic versus uh, my guy Roger Federer. Um, well, your guy lost. It's okay. I know they, they uh, went to a uh, a twelve set tiebreaker, which was the longest match in championship final history, and Djokovic won seven three off of the tiebreaker, I believe. But uh, it was a really good match. It was probably the best match I've ever watched in my life. Wasn't as good as two thousand eight Nadal Federer, but it was still really really good. So I just wanted, if you haven't seen the highlights from it, go out and watch them. It was a great match to watch, and it was great because when I was with Mark, I knew way more than he did about everything that happened. So that's it. Here you go, Joe. That's not true. So you heard it here first. Uh, if you don't have testicles, go watch the uh, Wimbledon highlights, and <laughs> we'll <laughs> end it with that. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at CaughtLookingPod. That's with no G. We'll do voicemails next week. We say that a lot. We're going to do them. <laughs> so Maybe. Please... Send in voicemails. Uh, if we have a good one, if we like it, we'll share it. We'll talk baseball with you. Might open up the phone lines again. Al, send another voicemail because we're not using your other one. Yeah, our, our friend needs to send another voicemail. That, that was We're not using the other one. But thanks for listening, and uh, see you next week. Don't get caught looking. Okay, guys. Uh, these eggs have given us a lot of trouble in the past. Uh, does anybody need anything off this guy, or can we bypass him? Uh, I think Leroy needs something from this guy. Oh, he he needs those devout shoulders. Doesn't isn't he a paladin? Yeah, but that'll help him heal better. He'll have more mana. Christ. Okay. Uh. Well, what we'll do? I'll run in first. Uh. Gather up all the eggs. So we can kind of just you know blast them all down with AOE. Um. I will use intimidating shout to kind of scatter them so we don't have to fight a whole bunch of them at once. Uh, when my shout's done, uh, I'll need Anthony to come in and drop his shout too, uh, so we can keep him scattered and not to fight too many. Um, when his is done, Bass, of course, will need to run in and do the same thing. Uh, we're going to need divine intervention on our mages, uh, so they can uh, AE, uh, so we can, of course, get them down fast, because we're bringing all these guys. I mean, we'll be in trouble if we don't take them down quick. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan, and we should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or? do this. Leroy Dragons! Oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him. Oh, gee, stick to the plane. Oh, Jesus. Go. Let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Stick to the pledge, huh? Stick to the plane. Oh, gee. Oh, fuck. Give me my intervention. Hurry up. Shout He's saying I can't catch. I can't move. Oh, am I lagging, guys? I can't move. What the, what the hell? I can't move. Oh, my God. The eggs keep falling. More responding. I don't think you can cast with that shit. Oh, my God. Shout. We got it. off. I got it. I got it. Come on, let's Come on, damn. Oh my god. God damn it, Leroy. God damn it. Gear move. Leroy, you moron. Gear move. Gear move. This is ridiculous. It's all mass. 
I'm down, forking down. God damn it, I killed before I could move God, God on this. God. Oh, Spiffy Reza. Why do you do this shit, Leroy? I'm trying. It's not my fault. Who's Soul Stone? We do have a Soul Stone up, don't we? It's too far away. I don't think you got Soul Stone. Oh, God. Oh, for. Great job, Leroy. Great job, Leroy, you were just stupid as hell. Oh, man. At least I have chicken.